after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is a podcast where we talk about TV commercials, we talk about good ones, we talk about bad ones, and we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. White cloud doesn't feel like toilet paper. No, it doesn't. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Vives. Hi, Andrew. What's happening today? You put this show together. It's a secret. It's a whisper campaign. Remember when you and I went to um, an, an adults-only resort? And we oh, were, yes. <laughs> yeah, you we remember? made a lot of friends. <laughs> yes, but we were worried that it might be a swingers uh, paradise. It wasn't, or at least we weren't invited to any of that. But it was, I know the sad thing is I think it was a oh, swingers no, paradise. Yeah. That's sad. It was called Secrets. Secrets. And we would only refer to it as Secrets. Secrets. Um, but there, uh, a seek, a whispering is uh, has had its place in marketing as well. And I want to thank Redditor Buds and Hops. For asking the question, quote, has anyone ever noticed a large amount of commercials in the early mid 2000s with, quote, whispering taglines or slogans? And I thought a dumb question about a trend in advertising from 20 years ago. That sounds like ATM <laughs> material. So how did the were you like, do you follow Buds and the Hops? I don't on? follow Buds and Hops personally. Okay. I follow r slash uh, advertising and r slash commercials. And this oh. appeared in one of those um Subreddit. Oh, that's smart. I don't follow uh, advertising. I didn't think I. I am in the commercials subreddit, and one yeah. time I don't post much on uh, on Reddit. But one time I was like, "Hey, gang, if you're into commercials, you <laughs> might like our podcast." And I put a link in there, and, and the everything. gang did not I respond. Just, just crickets, just <laughs> crickets. I can't get any traction on Reddit. But that's a good idea too to see what people are talking about in the advertising. Yeah, it's subreddit. actually pretty helpful. And I, it's I'm always people ask interesting questions and. Um, uh, I thought this one was actually like very much in our wheelhouse because well, I love a good uh, a good trend that's not a trend like yeah. just like a random roundup of, of weirdo commercials. But there are actually a lot of commercials where people whisper the tagline long before the ASMR craze got started and right. and before that um, uh, you know Michelob Ultra ASMR uh, ad that ran during the Super Bowl. Well, I'm already thinking of one that I won't spoil it in case you have it in the list. And also, we've talked a lot about. Um, Remember that Australian commercial that was uh, produced oh, by Boz Oh, I Lerman? forgot to even grab Walkabout. Walkabout. Yeah, we've see, talked about that one a lot. We though. have, but there but there are a lot. and it's That not, was an Australian tourism campaign right. with a little boy who was whispering, Walkabout. Yeah, like, I, I wonder if there is some kind of, um, like, psychology or logic to doing that for certain words in a, in a commercial. Because if you ever, like, one of the tricks of public speaking that they'll sometimes teach you is like you speak quieter mm -hmm. and it will quiet a room because people will kind of want to hear rather than like the, getting louder makes other people get louder but if you get quieter they get quieter yeah and i wonder if there's an element of that psychology to um you know the the zoom 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 yeah that's the one that i was thinking of yeah and there there are quite a few that, that might surprise you actually all right well we will talk about those and also um we'll check in with you guys the ad council um i see that we have something in here that could mean good news for people who hate chevy commercials in their current <laughs> state i don't know i'm dubious we'll see and we got a a, a jingle 
from listener Bet, who uh, who sent a jingle in for us, one that is uh, near and dear to our hearts. So we will listen to those as well. First, though, let's get into these uh, whisper campaigns. That instrumentation. Is this, a, this is like a step down from Kids Bop. A lot of people don't know this is actually the original. This is the original. <laughs> the Beatles covered this. This that's right. These kids were performing this in Hamburg, Germany, and uh-huh. the Beatles heard it yeah. in the uh, early '60s, and they were like, "That is the sound that we want to go for." Those thieves. They were always stealing people's intellectual property. What is that? Where did you find it? It's from a group or an album or something that is simply called The Kids. It's so terrible. Yeah. I wanted to use the Beatles version, but you said no. I said the Beatles are notorious. The the surviving owners of that catalog are notoriously litigious. Yeah. Wouldn't I actually was thinking that like I was the one who didn't want to use the Beatles. I was just like, I, I like the Beatles, but it just felt like. I like using something that's off a click or a little right. bit weird. Or I kind of love daring Ringo Starr to come at me. <laughs> and the thing is, I was even like, you know, the I could see the Beatles as being one of those groups where they do like have, I don't know, they keep ears and eyes on the web for small infractions and then go after. I have no evidence of that, right. but I could see it them seems doing that. sort of right. plausible. And then it occurred to me, what if we actually get sued by the kids? What if I did this whole thing of trying to find something that is off by a click and instead I get sued by some like weird ass yeah. production company that owns the rights to that. Right. Crap. That's like secret. That's like actually owned by some like huge conglomerate that has unlimited resources. Right. Actually, I think getting sued by the Beatles would be the absolute best publicity we could ever get <laughs> for this show. Point. You know what? I'll use, I'll punch in the real Beatles version. <laughs> post, or I'll just I'll just play a I'll play a few songs from the White Album at the end of the show. How does that sound? Do you think anyone's ever done that? Like deliberately done something to get sued so that as an exposure tactic is there a show there that'd be interesting i mean if if someone could if we could figure that out it'd be interesting to know about lawsuit i wonder though commercials that led to lawsuits yeah actually that is that is a good show okay are we doing the show now or is this an editorial meeting Mm, it's always a gray area (laughs) hey we we had this idea you had this idea yesterday afternoon well buds and hops had this idea let's be honest buds and hops was just like token and drinking (laughs) and came up with the idea and posted it to a reddit yesterday and you sent me a note yesterday i'm gonna say like Noonish and said, hey, maybe this is a good topic for the show. And then last night, we're watching television. I don't remember which network. And there's a brand new all whispery commercial that stood out to us. Yes, for Applebee's of all places. Applebee's. This is so bizarre to me that I, I actually think this is an Applebee's commercial that is um, aping or somehow like riffing on a Skittles commercial. It looks like a Skittles. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's rainbow It's about based. a rainbow product that they have a specific drink called the rain, called rainbow punch. Um, and you'll hear the, you'll hear the uh, whispering in the commercial, but to set it up for you, um, it's just a, a panning shot uh, of this sort of uh, mountainous hillside. Uh, and it pans up to a, at night and it pans up to a stump and sitting on the stump is a glass full of this stuff. Um, and then the sun comes out and a rainbow appears. Uh, I think it's raining, so there's a rainbow. A rainbow appears, like, diving into the drink. Uh, and coming out of this green, this, like, neon green drink is, like, it's like a gummy rainbow candy, mm-hmm. I guess. 
um, which looks disgusting to put in a drink. I, this thing looks like it tastes like, you know, like a sweet a tart Starburst candy. Yeah, 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 basically. All right. Um, so that's what you're seeing. Let's take a listen to this. Applebee's two dollar absolute rainbow punch. It's refreshing. There's vodka in there. Ooh, it tastes like spring at Applebee's. Everything gets really bright once the uh, we see the drink. And you hear the telltale sound. The sound of a rainbow, as we all know, is a harp. Yes. Oh, you're right. It's also the um, sound we hear when we go back and forward in time. Yep. You wouldn't drink that, huh? It looks pretty gross. And I'm not at all snobby about like sugary cocktails. I love a, I love a girl drink. Um, but that just looks particularly gross. And the idea of like a tart gummy candy stuck in my sugary cocktail is makes my teeth hurt. It definitely looks like a Skittles commercial, though. Yeah. If, like if I wasn't paying attention, I would just be like, oh, new Skittles commercial. Move on. Like to the point that I was really shocked that it wasn't like a cross promotion, like Skittles rainbow. Yeah. Punch. Yeah. Applebee's. It should have been. I mean, they've already got absolute in there as a cross promotion right, so yeah yeah it's a strange we it's a weird brand decision for applebee's and i definitely think that um they should send skittles some some portion of their proceeds from that drink but it's like a weird kind of a weird turn for them and skittles does whisper things too although not always like i was going back and forth on this because i was thinking sometimes skittles does see the rainbow taste the rainbow right. in a very aggressive Combat way Combat the rainbow right but sometimes i feel like they're also like whispering at me well that's because it's been a it's been a journey mm-hmm. um can we start this is like let's get in the wayback machine and start with an 80s skittles ad that predates the um it doesn't predate taste the rainbow as a as a slogan mm-hmm. but it predates the way they say it like taste the rainbow mm-hmm. and it's more like it's a song and it's like very much like any kind of 80s gum or candy commercial or soda commercial from back at that time. It's a bunch of like happy people in oversized, bright colored sweaters and leggings, mm-hmm. like dancing around and like thinking about candy. Mm-hmm. And I watched this before the show. I will say, well, I don't know. Maybe I should save the analysis for the end. There are also a lot of really close up shots of the candy. In yeah, much more about the candy. I got to say, <laughs> I find it more appealing. So there's nothing weird, no, surreal, or totally gross about this. It's a straightforward candy commercial, and it actually makes me want to eat the candy because they show all these close ups of it. And I love Skittles, and somehow seeing. The candy, the way it's shot in here, actually makes me want to pop a bunch in my mouth. I don't feel that way when I see someone pulling it off the skin of right a or milking it out boy. of a giraffe right, or exactly. in the grossest iteration, eating it from their adult mother's umbilical cord. Right, this is vile. All right, let's go back and listen to this one. Oh, what they're doing there. So they're showing a bunch of the Skittles all mixed up as you would find them in a bag. But at the end, as they list those flavors, they're dumping all purple, all green, right. all whatever. That I'm and sure that appeals really to appeals to me, too. Do you know sense your desire for order? Have you ever seen me eat Skittles? I'm sure you separate them by color. I do. I open the bag. I pour them You're all out. You're a Skittles segregationist. I absolutely am. It's my favorite thing. And then you separate them all out by color. And then you can create. It's almost like the um, 
what's the the once you pop you can't stop potato chips? Oh, Pringles. Pringles. They have that new campaign where it's like, hey, stack them up and create different flavors in your mouth. Yeah, I, I th- do that with Skittles. I think Skittles actually did even a campaign that was like create. Flavor, flavor profiles or whatever. I'm the, uh, I am the target audience for that. So anyway, I kind of like this commercial. There's a lot of headbands and big tennis mm-hmm. shoes and oversized uh, jack, bright jackets with the sleeves rolled up. Uh, it looks like a you know a double mint gum commercial. Yeah, basically. exactly. And so again, nothing like super special about it, but but then again, they made I this like big it. turn in like the early early nineties. Um, they they totally they kept the um, taste the rainbow, but they dropped the of fruit flavors, mm-hmm. which was the lyric of that song, and they moved on to this the beginning of their surrealist campaign that they've now been doing for like decades. But it wasn't. It didn't used to be like they would yell at you like you know. Contract the rainbow. Contract the rainbow. Like they've had every verb, right? Like, <laughs> like the most... I think contract is what they say after the boy. With That's the, the one with the skittles pox. Yeah. But there's a other other terrible ones, like other, every other weird verb. So lactate the rainbow. Yeah, you're not kidding. So before they were doing it like that, they shifted in gears and made it very dreamlike and surreal. So you'd have like a woman riding a white horse into Stonehenge and then the you know skittles would pour from the stone into the stone urn and then she would like dip her uni- her face into it and it would, then they would say like taste the rainbow that sounds good these are kind of hard to find now because they're all like recorded from people's TVs but here's one um, there's an old man living in a little stone cottage somewhere in like the green hills of Ireland these are all very sort of like you know epic and and otherworldly fairy tale like um he lets his dog out and like the dog runs out and like digs a hole a rainbow shoots out of the hole i'm telling you all this because you can't hear anything a rainbow shoots out of the hole and then starts raining down skittles and then the man takes out like a humble wooden bucket and collects the skittles Mm -hmm. you know and like that's how he's like a skittle farmer i guess (laughs) and then they say at the end of all of these type of ones they say taste the." it's like a child going taste the all right, let's take a listen. So he gives the dog something. I think it's like a Skittle, like go like go scent for this Skittle. I see. So he's having him sniff the Skittle. Mm-hmm. Sniff the Skittle. <laughs> yeah. And sniff then, the Skittle! And then the dog goes running. Runs through like an uh, ancient forest, through like shafts of light and butterflies. Now it's digging. Rainbow shoots out. He digs up a rainbow. And then now Skittles are raining all over this farm. Skittles taste the rainbow. So you think that's one of the earliest kind of versions of that commercial? Yeah, it's, I don't know which which ones were first, but I remember there was a whole series of them. And they all of those taste the rainbow ones with the whispered, the child whispering, had a very sort of um, like... I guess eldritch feel to it, sort of like magical, but like not gross. Typically, what is eldritch? I think sort of like magical. Is that a word or yeah. is it an author? Oh. No, it's not a word. Um, so you know, I think those that was an interesting pivot. And it was a. I think they probably got a lot of attention for making that transition because I remember when those were new. And it wasn't like the way like an M and M's or a Snickers commercial was. It was much more um, surreal and uh, and weird. Do you and it was those? before everything was weird. It was I mean, before everything, I feel was like weird, Skittles yeah. really kind of like blazed the path for. But then like, they've had to keep upping the weird ante. Yeah, because now everything is weird. Yeah, 
Like, what were we watching? Hell, Applebee's time? is trying to be weird. Yeah, like Applebee's is the mo- We actually have a phrase in our house, take me to the Applebee's of our mind. It's just like, it's a safe space yeah. that you go to where- Where are we going to go now? Where you go norm-coring it, you yes. know? Like, I just need everything to be normal and sort of like just outside of a mall. Right. <laughs> like, our safe mental space is the Applebee's of our mind. Like, now it's like fabric softener. Oh, and it's got to be like a unicorn pooping fabric softener right. into a magical all, basket of all laundry. All gum is weird. Weird now, forget yeah, it. You can't right. get normal gum. Yeah, you. What do you call it? Hurdy gum. I don't want the gum that hurts. Yeah. Um, like yeah, what's the, we've talked about this before, but there was a there's the uh, I think it was five gum where I was like, this is what five gum is like. Oh, it's like that's right. It's yeah. like getting into an Iron Maiden and having sh- spikes in your eyes. Right. Like yeah. that's how strong it is. Like well, that might be a little strong actually. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a, a horror porn. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. You know. It doesn't need to be a test of endurance. It's just supposed to freshen your breath. <laughs> Um, all right, and what is this? I don't remember this one. A romance, the rainbow. Yeah. So of the new ones, the like where they yell at you, you know, like mm-hmm. audit the rainbow or whatever. <laughs> like this is one that was aired during the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and this is back to the whisper, although only by happenstance. It just happens to be one that is like more thematically aligned with whispering. The plot here is that a young man is like. Uh, wooing his girlfriend standing outside her house throwing Skittles in the window trying to like get her attention and he keeps saying her name so that's what you're going to hear him saying over and over again he's throwing the Skittles in and first you see her then you see her inside her bedroom catching them in her mouth Mm -hmm. which makes me want to cover my teeth which makes me want to cover my teeth um, because you will chip a tooth um, but then you see that she's moving over and like every member of her family is there also catching the Skittles in their mouths. And then not just her family, but like a guy who's robbing them and the cop who's chasing them. So um, the final tagline is romance, the rainbow. But the whole commercial is whispered. Katie. Hey, let me back up there for a second. That sound, I know that I've said this on every show we've done, and this is our 178th show or whatever the hell it is, but um, that it opens with the kid pouring the Skittles into his hand, and that sound of the Skittles, yeah. that's what I always say, like Skittles and M&Ms, like lean on that. Well, I actually think Skittles does. You know, we talked about that commercial with the old man and the dog, and there's a very clear part at the end where the Skittles are raining down onto a tin roof, mm. going down a gutter, and then falling into a glass or yeah. a ceramic jar. Um, and you're hearing the clink, clink, clink of it. And I yeah. think Skittles actually has done a pretty good job of always having a little bit of that clickety-click sound in a lot of their ads. I'm already in the bag for Skittles, but like these really make me want to eat Skittles. Yeah. Katie. 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 She's, Katie. she's catching them. Katie. Now she moves over and here's mom. Katie. Katie. Now dad. Katie. Grandma. That one really sounded like she chipped a tooth. Grandma, didn't it? I also think the ming is like a little porny. Yeah, I agree. It's a little sensual. Now here's the robber and the cop. And then a beaver. Yeah. Because... That's not a double entendre, right? That's just a... Beaver? I, I guess it's just a... Sometimes a beaver is just a beaver. I guess so. Romance the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. There's the whisper. There That's both go. intense and a whisper at the same time. Yeah. I feel like it's yelling at me, but it's a whisper. That actually reminds me. Do you mind if I jump ahead to one that I found that <laughs> sure. I think is really funny? Um, I forgot about this one. This is from the Super Bowl 2013. Oh, it you added an, this one. I haven't yeah, seen this Yeah, it one. was an Oreo one. 
Um, you might remember it when you see it, because I think it got some play after the Super Bowl, too. And it's uh, two young men in a library, and they're fighting about their favorite part of the Oreo, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but they're doing it in a whisper. But then things get out of control, and they start fighting. And then everybody in the library starts fighting. But everybody's whispering. Right. While they're breaking, library. they're breaking chairs over each other's backs. And then eventually... Um, the police show up and they say, everybody stop fighting. And the fire department shows up and they're all whispering. It's a great commercial. I always preferred the cream part of an Oreo. That's crazy. The cookie's the best part. Cream. Cookie. Cream. Cookie. Cream. I love that he's whispering through a megaphone. That's a great commercial, isn't it? It is good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, all right. Um, so let's not see quite here. the same use of whispering for like intensity. No, no. I just kind of stumbled on that one. I thought, I like why it. not throw it in there? This is one that we are going around and around about because it's not a product we use. Funimation. Yes, as I learned today, Funimation is an anime streaming service. Hmm. Uh, so I guess you would pay a little bit of money every month, and you can stream whatever anime products they offer. Um, And they do a thing. What's your favorite anime uh, show? Who's your favorite anime character? That one with that Japanese character. I see. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know anything about anime. I know. Me too. It is such a blind spot. And like, you don't have to be that much younger than us just to have a much more... Sort of a working knowledge. A working, a yeah. comfortable knowledge of like, you know, somebody mentioned something about Sailor Moon to me like a year ago. Right. And I had no, I was like, oh, is that that new cartoon? And he's like, no, I grew up with that. Yeah. And I could pick out, like I, if I saw a picture of Sailor Moon, like I would recognize that one. Mm-hmm. It, and is that technically anime? I, like Maybe not. I Maybe also, I'm wrong about that. I mostly know that from like Comic-Con cosplay stuff. Oh man, I was downtown. I was in Capitol Hill today. Oh and yeah. And it's Emerald City Comic Con today. And it's like so fun. You're just walking around and yeah. I totally had forgotten it was ECC and then I see a guy in a red motorcycle jacket carrying an Ant-Man helmet and I was uh-huh. like oh that's weird and then I saw a woman in full green body paint with like you know ancient symbols all over her armor mm-hmm. and I'm like cool I like it here <laughs> you know I like that too I it found just myself... like finds its way into the city we're recording this on um, Saturday uh, so we're recording a little bit earlier than usual when Comic Con's going on and uh, I think last year I can't remember why I went downtown just to watch a movie which actually I think was a Marvel movie <laughs> I think you were out of town and I was just kicking it and then I go downtown and it's like oh my god I'm in a Marvel movie yeah. this is incredible it is amazing because they're just walking around and you know they just sort of there's hundreds thousands of them and the costume the cosplay has gotten so intense yeah it really makes your city feel kind of magical yeah it does i'm actually somewhat uh surprised and delighted that you get a kick out of it too you know Uh, i love costumes that is true you're a big costume i'm always amazed by what people put together i feel like whenever the conversation even veers this way though you accuse me of being a furry and you get real derisive Divisive? Derisive. Derisive is the word you're looking for. I am not derisive. I just wish you would not deny it. I am not. I'm sad a that furry. you are not proud to be the furry that you are. I am not a furry. The more, you know, the, no one can say I'm not a furry and sound sincere. <laughs> All right, talk about this stupid Funimation <laughs> thing. So I learned about Funimation today. Again, thanks to uh, the thread that uh, uh, Buds and Hops started. Uh, because, like you know, like you said, we're a little 
too old or too out of it to really get what anime is all about. But this Funimation service has, for their marketing, adopted like a whisper tagline. Um, and so I think their tagline is, you should be watching this. Yes, which I then I saw a bunch of people parodying it because... It's you only see this tagline while you're watching Funimation, so like, and everybody's like, "We are watching." Yeah, maybe maybe put those marketing dollars somewhere outside of your service. Yeah. So anyway, just here, a thought. This is just a little 10 second little Sonic branding thing. There you go. Yeah. There so it's it. back. Um, you know what that reminds me of? There are so many like video game and technology things, particularly from that like about 10 to 15 years ago that used a lot of that same idea. I mean, I think the one that um, uh, people might remember is the EA, um, the EA, uh, uh, who, what does EA stand for? Entertainment? Arts, I think. Arts, yeah. Like, but uh, EA Games is EA very games, famous. Yeah, yeah, they've made a ton of games that people know. Um, and they had one called, they had a, like a tagline called Challenge Everything, and it was well known, and so there's like a million clips of just that that tagline. This here. Yeah. EA Games. That actually doesn't ring a bell to me. I always think whenever anybody ever says PlayStation, mm-hmm. I can't help but to think PlayStation. Right, which but that's is like, less of a whisper. It's huh? less of a whisper, but I do think it was sort of part and parcel with um, because there was Challenge Everything. There was this GameCube tagline. If you want to play that one, the remember GameCube the Nintendo one? GameCube. I remember GameCube as a concept. GameCube. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't at remember all. that little brand, that little tagline, or little whatever sonic brand but um it was all sort of around the same time as playstation what so which is again was not a- <laughs> okay it was there one where it was whispered though playstation i don't think maybe so. not i think it was always sort of robotic PlayStation. I, but man that really worked i've never had a playstation but whenever anybody says the word playstation we i echo it, it in my brain do you do the same thing sure playstation playstation uh, oh, and the Sony one you have here, oh, too. Yeah. This and, is kind of maybe... And Sony, of course, was like, it wasn't just selling video games, or this wasn't primarily about selling video games. But this is kind of a it's a weird ad, actually, because there's nothing about it that makes me think of Sony. But Sony had a whole campaign called Do You Dream in Sony? Mm-hmm. So the story of this ad is there's a farm truck rattling down a country road carrying eggs. Mm-hmm. An egg bounces out of one of the egg crates lands on a soft piece of grass and then rolls its way towards the city. And as it goes, it like picks up paint and confetti and various things that make it look like a Fabergé egg. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it's uh, picked up outside of Tiffany's, or not Tiffany's, um, Christie's auction house. It's auctioned off as a Fabergé egg. And then it cuts to the inside of the egg and you see a live... It's, it looks like a duck, although... Oh, that's right. Why is would, there a duck in this? You would this? think it would be supposed to be a chicken. It or just like, yolk. Or just yolk. Or, yeah, or... Based on what I know about far- eggs ro- that are coming ro- off the farm. <laughs> yeah, they're not fertilized. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but science be damned. It, it, you, like, see through the egg and you see that there's a live creature in there, like, winking at you because it, like, escaped, I guess, the frying pan. Um, and so that's the story of this thing and the the... the the slogan or the, the the subtitle says like ordinary when it starts out off the truck and then it becomes extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, in a whispered voice, they say this: Million pounds. 
View Dream and Sony. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't ring a bell to me. That's from 98, according to the internet. Yeah. yeah. So it's a weird story about the duck eggs that could, I guess. Um, and But what is it with these kids and their whispered taglines? I don't know. Is there something creep? There's something a little creepy about it. I think so. And then, of course, the last link you have here is what I always think of first when I think of a uh, whisper. Campaign. Oh, we haven't done Mazda Zoom Zoom. Oh, did we skip over Zoom Zoom? Where'd yeah, because go? I got a lot. Of, I did some good background on this, and I really want to share. Where'd that it. go? Oh, there it is. Okay, so Zoom Zoom. Yeah, you all remember the Zoom Zoom. So let's just play it because the song uh, really was part of it. Starts out with this little boy in a weirdly formal suit. He almost looks like he's. Amish or something. He 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 gives off a vibe of like sort of from some traditional culture. At least that's the vibe I get. He whispers zoom zoom into the camera, and then there's this like world music song that plays. That's all about zoom zoom zoom. Beeves is an all music world music man. You know what I mean. Zoom 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 zoom. Oh, yeah. We went back and rewatched this original ad. Yeah. Why did we look at this before? I don't remember. It's just about, I mean, Mazda really had a great campaign with this idea of, like, reviving the fun of driving. You know, and the, mm-hmm. these ads were all about, like, you remember when you were a kid and you would, like, you know, push around your, your wagon or whatever. And now, like, you can have that same sense of joy and wonder with a, with a Mazda. Get out my Ladysmith Black Mombasa. Uh, the reason I played that whole thing is I thought the kid was going to come no, back he just with a says, zoom zoom at the end. He just says it at the beginning, but they, they used that kid a ton, and he was in mm-hmm. a lots of different iterations of the zoom zoom campaign. Um, and I got thinking, where is the Mazda Zoom Zoom kid? Luckily, mm-hmm. I'm not the only person uh, who has asked that question. Uh, and I found this. Uh, Mazda has been using the phrase zoom zoom since 2000 when a young boy whispered the phrase against the musical backdrop of African-inspired music. The song that we just heard was performed by an artist named Jabril Sarapas Bay. It's a cover of an African tribal tune called Capoeira Mata Um. Mm. So has some sort of like legit origination. It wasn't just, I guess, made up in a Mazda laboratory somewhere. The early ads featured a young boy named Micah Cantors, who was 10 years old when the first Zoom Zoom ads were filmed. Cantors graduated from the University of Michigan Ann Arbor in 2000 with a degree in history. 2010. I'm sorry, 2010. Um, and then uh, graduated from Notre Dame Law School in 2014. He now practices family law in Maryland, and I found his firm's oh. website. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you if you need any like if you have any um, you know if you need a prenup or mm-hmm. custody dispute in in Rockville, Maryland, give Micah a call. Is he a good lawyer doing good things for good men? <laughs> um, his the thing his quote on his uh, law page here is, "I am a firm believer in working as counsel for my clients by offering support and understanding in addition to diligent and effective legal representation." I kind of want to hire him. Yeah, he seems good. I mean, Notre Dame's no slouch. Yeah. At first, I saw your notes earlier, and I just scanned them quickly, and I thought he was practicing family medicine. I was like, we got to get him as our family doctor. I'd love to go <laughs> see the Zoom Zoom kid. Well, if we ever, like, have to, uh, you know... Get, when, I, when I want my palimony, I'm going to hire him. Get your 
palimony. Give him a palimony. Yeah, I should ask him if palimony is a thing. It's a thing. It's not a it's thing. It's definitely a thing. So I was starting to say before, sorry to almost cut out the Zoom Zoom kid, but um, uh, the Zoolander scene where, uh, you know what? Why don't you say that? I can't remember anybody's name. Is, is, does Zoolander have a first name? He must. Derek. Derek Zoolander, right. The model, and he uh, has just been in a commercial for like moisturizer. Aveda. It's Aveda. a real product. I mean, that's yeah. not, I don't know if it's like a real Aveda product that is made, but it's for a Aveda real brand, real. which is a real, you know, which is real. Um, this is the famous scene where he's he's returned to his roots, his mining town, uh, father and brother, and they've just had a hard day in the mine, and now they're all sitting at the bar after work, and he humiliates his family when his merman commercial comes on for Aveda, um, which I'll just let you play here. Moisture is the essence of wetness. Wetness. (laughs) And wetness (laughs) is the essence of beauty. (laughs) And that's it, right? I think then they just laugh him out of the bar. Yeah. They just show like one more one final <laughs> shot of him as a mer, as a merman. As a merman, uh, he did not bring pride to his family in the Ozarks that day. No, um, but anyway, just like honorable mention to the fake Aveda ad for the whispers mm-hmm. of that one. Bring it back. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, it's time to check in with you guys, the Ad Council. Thieves, I don't, I, this is too good to be true. It is, I'm sure. Uh, but this is from listener Tyler, who sent me a link to an otherwise unremarkable Chevy ad. Um, oh, just like the cars. Just like the cars. Um, but as Tyler notes, I've never been so excited to see an average dumbass Chevy commercial as I was when this appeared on my screen tonight because it does not have the smug focus group guy in it whose name is Potch Boyd. Potch Boyd. By the way, I looked up, I couldn't remember his name, so I was looking it up today. And when you look up Potch Boyd or anything related to that search, you see a bunch of like headshots of him. Uh-huh. And man, I mean, for a guy who's got a reputation for being smug, even the shots that are clearly taken outside of his Chevy persona right. are so smug. They're even more <laughs> smug than his Chevy persona. I'm serious. Here, I'm going to call it up. This does nothing a, for the he's listeners. He's got a smug mug. But he's got a, look at this one here. He's got a hipster mustache, but he's Whoa. always like kind of like squinting and, and looking just like, oh my God, I hate his face so much. And I'm sorry if he listens to the show. Look at that one. Look at that oh one. God. It is like you look up smug he's in the dictionary. Smirking. He is smirking in every one of these things. Yeah. Turns out his least smug character is the Chevy asshole. Yeah, no, he's a he's got a perma smirk faux show. So this one is clearly part of the same campaign. It is though. because it's always the they always start out with the real people, not actors, which exactly. inevitably makes me laugh because the implication is that actors are not people, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> uh, and it's just as as Tyler says, it's an average dumbass Chevy commercial, but it does not feature. Mr. Smug. I'll play it. It's just showing a bunch of people all around America like why next they to their Chevys. I think it's like why they switch. They, they're holding up a 
logo of a nicer car and then they switch it and say no we've now we've got a chevy right and chevy truck chevy cars this looks like it's going to begin with uh, a woman and her kids and their uh nice driveway in the suburbs next to some white chevy thing these commercials all of these chevy commercials the last you know decade of of campaigning that they've done have made me so anti-chevy that if someone straight up gave me a chevy like this is your free new car I would really have to like think about how to accept it or if to accept it. And we drive a car created by Nazis. <laughs> we switched. I switched to Chevy. I switched to Chevy. We switched to Chevy. I switched from a Ram to a Chevy. See why people are switching to Chevy. We love our Chevy. Why do we switch? Just look at it. Switch into a new Chevy today. I'm going to need a better argument, lady. What is that? A Ford Taurus? <laughs> That's the worst. Ford, he says, "What is this? A Ford Focus?" <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Boy, I gotta do. I gotta do some work on my Boston accent. I think. Head council, it's jingle time. When you hear that sound, it means we're gonna play for you a listener jingle. If you Yay. wanna call in with your own jingle, something that you remember from your youth. Maybe you are a youth and you remember it from yesterday. Maybe uh, you are not a youth, but you also remember. It. What are all the different? If you remember a jingle, call yeah. and sing it in. <laughs> oh, there you go. I. Uh, I actually would love, I mean, a lot of what we get are people who remember things from their youth. And I understand that that is, you know, you really lock that stuff in when you're a kid, especially when it's stuff that's aimed at you, like toys or candy or snacks or whatever. But I would love to hear someone call in with like more current jingles, you know, Mm -hmm. like let's get the modern jingle, jingle game going. Off the top of your head right now, what is a current jingle? Oh, no, I, I know it's ask hard because I'm trying to think of one too. And I hear a lot of them on the radio. We're back right. in the baseball season. So that means listening to like three hour baseball games where you hear the same kind of commercials over and over. And AM radio commercials are pretty strong with their jingle game. Farmers is a huge one for me. We are farmers. Yeah. Um, the. There's the one I'm pretty sure someone actually might have called this one in, but the one that jumps out to me is the one about the flooring. Um, uh, shoot, how does it go? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know. What's the floor? Is it a local thing? No, it's it's a national brand. Um, While you're looking for that, I will play this one, which is a very short one that I created a loop of um, that was sent to me by the Stewbot. I think he harasses his family by going around the oh, house I, I found it, this. by the way. Doors go up, <laughs> doors go down. That's what garage doors do. By the way, I turned that into a two-minute loop. Oh, God. If you ever need terrible. it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Which one are you thinking of? 800-588-2000. Empire. Oh, yeah. Floors today. I didn't even know that was flooring. I now think it is. Say that, well, I always remember it's you. a cartoon guy who, like, in one smooth motion, like, brings right. in, like, hardwood flooring and carpet and, like, li- like puts them all down and it looks like I always think like God it's so easy to get flooring in, <laughs> you've in ins- cartoon land you've installed flooring before and I know that that's not it true not yes it is hard and the results of that and I apologize to I know we have one listener who gets to see it every day uh, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize that that flooring is not very good I thought it was fine it was okay. I just remember you what do you call the thing that runs along the corner of the floor and the wall right the little corner um, whatever that 
strip is that right. goes along between the floor and the wall. I and could not get we- the angle It's a right. weird shape where it's like a right angle on one yeah. side and then curved on the other. And then you're using a table saw I- trying to cut it so that when all the corners come together. It proved once and for all that I lack all ability to re- reason in three three dimensions. Math is important. So anyway, yeah. here we got this um, jingle from Bet. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. It's um, Bet from Buffalo. Um, I have a jingle for you. And it's from Bagel Bites. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, even in the supper time. When pizza's not a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Okay, thanks. I love the logic of that. Have have we talked about this on the show or was it on TBTL? I know this because at one point we went in just like the balls on these advertisers oh yeah you put you put cheese and marinara sauce on a something that kind of resembles a mini bagel and now you can eat it anytime anytime. yeah like there's those two things that's a logical fallacy they're unrelated yeah that's right i mean you can eat pizza in the morning too if you want to if that's the rules of your house those are the rules (laughs) of your house When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Pizza Bagel Bites. Bite-sized pizzas on wholesome little bagels. Pizza during prime time. Anytime's the right time. Pizza going down the so fine. So fine, so fine, so fine. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Okay, here comes the key change. <laughs> this is take me to the bridge. Take me to the bridge. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's brilliant. Also, that's from an era where oh, that says 1997. I have a bunch of kids playing street hockey, and then a mom comes out yeah, in oh. very poofy pleated pants, shirt tucked in, with a tray of yeah. It's it is like pizza bites. Exactly the archetype of that type of commercial. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I think we uh, I Thanks, think we're going to wrap it up here, right? Yep. You can't sell anything. I want to start by saying a special thank you to uh, Buds and Hops, who really mm-hmm. <laughs> produced this show for us today. What do you think Buds and Hops is doing right now? <laughs> I got two guesses. <laughs> um, please uh, check us out at the Facebook group. Uh, I just answered a question there from someone today who was wondering um, what episode we talked about Long Long Man on. It was, I think, episode uh, oh, wow. 127. That was epic. It was pretty epic. That's uh, an epic campaign yes. for a candy out of Japan, I want to oh, say. Oh, where else? And I was so obsessed with it that I insisted on... Dis- I, I remember being very obsessed with the commercial, but it didn't lead to the best podcasting because I felt the need to describe every yeah. single commercial in the series in We We might have detail. gone a little hard on Long yeah. Long Man. But anyway... Um, keep- don't go too hard on Long Long Man. <laughs> Entendre. Uh, okay, so come check us out at the Facebook group. Welcome to our new members this week. Um, you can email us at after these messages show at Gmail, and you can call us with your either your taglines for the show or any jingles, new or old, uh, at 607-444-5597. All right. Thanks, Veeves. Talk to you guys next Tuesday. Once again, back again with the caravan of ancestors from Pakistan. Karachi, Posse, Zaki's Poppy. Red Octagons couldn't stop me.